Chang-Ha. Welcome to another interview podcast on re-examining community architecture. And um, I'm excited to interview you or to have a chat with you, more like it, um, regarding your project, which is there are a lot of people who are interested in your project when we had the MBPJ session, Chang-Ha. How are you doing? Um, hi, a uh, very good day, Dr. Nanziati. Yeah, so... Yeah, thank you for inviting me for this interview. Yeah, it's a pleasure. And um, during that session with MBPJ um, and people interested in the project, a lot of people expressed their admiration about the project that you did called the uh, Old Town Botanic Gardens. And... Um, and uh, I would like to start the interview with you with the first question, which is, why did you decide on doing the, the Old Town Botanic Gardens? And please, if you have any personal reasons, feel free to share them. Yeah. Um, so actually, personally, myself is a, the, the kind of person that really likes the, the nature thing. And then the first thing I go into PJ Old Town is by I observed all the open space in Old Town. And actually, I found out that within PJ Old Town, there are actually there are a few like open space, but there are like some kind of like uh, hockey field, open fields, or school fields. So actually, Old Town, it doesn't have a, a formal, uh, I would say it's, it doesn't have a formal shared open space as an identity. So I'm thinking of like looking where 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 this thing can be. And then I found this long stretch of uh, railway reserve land by the KTM road, road track. So it's actually it's located at the southern edge of Pijeong Town. And then it's been like being currently it's being rented by the MPBJ and then it's being made out as a railway park they call it. So it's like a linear park which is in length of around uh 1.4 kilometer. Yeah. So, and then I, I'm thinking of the piece of land actually can be a very interesting, can have a really good potential of turning it into an open space, which is the, can dignify the town's identity at the, at the same time, it can serve the community itself. So that's why it comes to like, so this is actually the primary reason that why I'm like doing this uh, Old Town Botanic Gardens. Although it might sound like it doesn't like, really associate with architecture because I'm pursuing a, a master in architecture, but I really think that this is the thing that the town needs for the benefit of its of it, of it people and for the town itself. Yeah. Can you um, explain further for our audience what your thesis was about? A bit more detail before we go and talk about yeah. uh, whether it's an architecture project or not. Yeah. So my thesis, like, as it's new, like suggested it is a botanic gardens and then we have but what this different here is actually is different from the other like typical like botanic gardens which are very self-contained uh this god my botanic garden is actually uh my botanic garden is actually how do i say it's more to like uh interact with what's happening around so you can see that actually 
it's by the KTM railway tracks. And then I also have like this uh, KTM stations, which is also part of the gardens and also have like having this uh, new motorway linkage, which connects the, the old town and then the Dama Mitan across the MPC at the south side. And then I also have some, some of the requirements by the local community, such as uh, like a, a flexible hall for the religious practice, because there are a lot of temples in TJ Old Town and then they need like open space to have their activities. And then there are also part, some of the land I also like um, allocated as a farm for the vulnerable, such as uh, like a, the caring homes and orphanage to support their, their life because they are like keep relying on donations. So it would be like a good idea to to have some lands located for them to do uh, like urban farming. So at least they can feed on their own. And then, and then it's, it happens that coincidentally that at this MCO, and then we found that actually this urban farming thing is, is something that's really meaningful and important for us to do. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, the main program for that uh, for your design thesis is the botanic gardens. Why do you consider botanic gardens rather than just make it like agri agricultural land? Why botanic mm. gardens? Yeah, botanic gardens is, as its name suggested, is more to like uh, related to educational things, right? So. Uh, there's also another reason of me doing this is actually like within the section one and section two of PJO town, and not only to to these two sections uh, but there are a few like um, primary schools and kindergartens. There are also some of the colleges and university within PJO town, and then I went in and I checked on their how they are doing all the students and then I found that they are all like confined indoors and then the school children they are learning nature through textbooks which for me is kind of like it's very sad and then by by having this uh, like this piece of land as a botanical garden so it can uh, it can become the ground for the students to have like uh, deeper engagement with the with the outdoor and nature education activities. It looks to me like you were being very resourceful. You saw a neglected or an underutilized piece of land, about 1.4 kilometers, and the width is about how many width? The how many? Mm, it ranged from 10 meters to 20 to 30 meters. Yeah, how that's and in total, what is the area again? The area that is that you designed for? The area is around, I think, around 13 acres. 13 acres? Yeah. You see, that's, uh, your project is very horizontally developed, right? And yeah. the, the highest uh, would be the KTM station with the motorcycle motorway across. Mm -hmm. And that would be the highest of about two-story or three-story, the highest. Uh, and, um, and it's really spread out. And you, you are being resourceful in trying to think um, how this could be sustained because obviously by introducing botanic gardens where 
we try to plant as many diverse uh, uh, vegetation or plants and also you will have the flora and fauna as well the, uh, the, the animals that is associated in this area to enrich the area and you played with the topography of the lay of the land there's an existing one and there and this point that you it was mentioned earlier that it was the lowest point in all PJ Old Town in terms of the, the, the lowest point that it can be caused flooding and it took advantage, yeah, as I recall, of the, um, the lowest point to create uh, water bodies and hence you can have the natural biodiversity included as well. And in the, the length of it, there are different parts where you have um, clusters of, um, of different types of plants I heard and and this is engaged uh, as well with the other programs that is more to do with transportation, education, community activities, uh, recreation. It is a very resourceful way of going about in trying to reutilize the land and it, it actually made one of the assembly men who attended for the Talinjaya a seminar mm -hmm. MBPJ seminar that we conducted. Interested in the project? Did you meet? You get to talk to him after that, or are you about to talk to him about it? And what do you think that yeah. you would try to emphasize to him <laughs> to I, get it built? <laughs> but I'm going to talk with him. But I think all these things like they will be like like usually they will be keep thinking of like the investment how. How to invest on this but i think i think all this it can be done on faces so like yeah for like maybe you have like annual allocations you can like fork out a bit so that this project it can be like developed by faces so that you don't see that big amount of money as a really big amount of yeah. money so, so it's by stage yeah i think you should uh, offer your service even though it could be just an exercise. I'm sure you'd like to get a job out of it, but, you know, be paid for it. But I think, you know, like what Ang Wen Xia did, right? Uh, doing a thesis on Orang Asli, and she got the opportunity to do design for the Orang Asli community. Um, I think if you get to be involved with any design, um, if there is going to be a design and potential project, I think it would be great if you could be involved with it since you really know the site very well don't you think yeah but just uh for myself personally i just feel like all this thing it might go really like political which <laughs> might be very but uh, not yeah, my thing <laughs> like uh many architects they yeah. don't really they love design and mm -hmm. Possible, they don't want to think about the politics involved, isn't it? Where the money mm -hmm. comes from, and stuff. Yeah, it could, if, if it's a botanic gardens, surely, uh, Jabatan landscape, Negara, mm -hmm. something to do with the gardens, uh, you know, like the late gardens, the late gardens itself in the middle of Kuala Lumpur, um, mm -hmm. became a recreational park rather than a botanic garden. You know, the, the, the mm. it started out as typical botanic gardens by the British where they do a lot of research, but eventually it's now more of a recreational park for the public. So I could imagine that it's not easy to get a research. If they got University Malaya uh, or some university lecturers doing botany or something to be interested in, but they have to maintain it because acquiring the plants 
would take money and, and investment, right? But yeah. I foresee that uh, it will be more of, like you said, for the MCO, the, the uh, movement, uh, restricted movement order uh, that we had during COVID-19 pandemic uh, forces people to rethink about um, growing their own food. Maybe that is a good example for, you know, you, that could be developed further. But I think uh, I, I'm asking about if the assemblyman wants, is more interested in you to develop the design and you're kind of like, um, um, you know, if you, it was, they, they totally uh, used your scheme, that would be brilliant, of course. I mean, uh, you know, but we, we, we always seems to be skeptical about these things. And it could be interesting if they, 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 they agree to a majority of your ideas, you know. If it's going to be a totally new design, maybe you, you, not be, you, not, you, you may not be that interested if it's too commercial, maybe, isn't it, Chemper? Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> you agree with all that? I'm not yeah. supposed to be talking too much, Chiangha. I'm interviewing <laughs> you. So we kind of know with the audience what your mm -hmm. thesis is about. And you know that you were involved in a studio project and there were other people also um, helping you along, guiding you, which is namely the studio masters like Kevin, Lisa and I. Uh, but um, when you think about your project, um, how did you manage to achieve your project? What was the important breakthrough during the design process to achieve your concept? You think about the semester one, semester two, where during that time, because we would, we would, Distracted by the by the restricted movement order, didn't we? In March 18, but but as you recall, what were the difficulties that you had, and when did you became much more confident about your design? Yeah, so I think I can start explaining explaining this by like saying why why did I choose this unit? So this unit two actually is the first thing. Actually, I'm actually I'm an admirer of like. Kevin Law. so I'm actually part of my part of it is because of him, and then I also would like to take it as a challenge for myself because I heard that the thinking process is really different from the like the others units. So, and I got in, which yeah is different, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, good, hmm. good. I, I I noticed that you you were not resisting to many I many guidance by Kevin Maglow. You you, yeah. you you considered a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. So and then later on during the process actually I've been like stuck for really a quite a long time because I'm trying to like before this I never like get involved in any like landscape design thing. And then what I've drawn is like all like very squarish and army barracks like Things and then just like putting spaces and boxes into the land and then well, it just don't seem seems right and then by later on like trying to like like having like using hand sketching and then the things flows and then it's like uh like organic stuff starts to blend in and then only like feels like oh yes and this how how should a botanic garden should should look like and then later on, I found that there are a lot of like different spaces and gardens happening inside this land, but I couldn't find a way to connect all these things together. And then I'm thinking of like, 
how how to do this and then only i found that the things that connect together is actually is a walk path and then that's why i've introduced this uh, modular system in my thesis i call it the spine which is actually is a it's the same link same same link as a botanic gardens and then it's actually it's a covered continuous walkway with like different activities infused inside and then it's made out of modular system which broken down into three parts the roof the middle part and then also the ground parts so the design are it varies according to what's happening to the garden and also to the immediate neighborhood and then this modular units is is the it's a spine it's a thing that connects all my spaces and gardens together and then i think this is actually is the the breakthrough of me of mine during my design thesis process and then later on yeah and then later on it the the process like and become like really like smooth co as compared to the previous stage yeah this was uh sometime uh a month before submission or after, you know when there was a time in at the end of may and june because our submission is end of june right was, yeah. you you got the spine idea around that time isn't it a month before there was time for you to develop it right yeah but it's quite packed uh, yeah yeah because i remember at one point when i was having a creep with you and just trying to push you along by giving some precedence and images right mm -hmm. yeah. but uh after that you adopted the spine and and was it kevin that that, that uh, guided you to this the idea of that module or or you developed it more on your own uh honestly actually he's been like hinting me about this the hinting me about the walkway as a connector mm. like starting from the the end of semester one just that i didn't like get it or <laughs> i'm just like trying to disagree with him first so just trying to get another thing by myself and i just trying to like having like new ideas on but just but it didn't work out and then you know uh like in many design thesis there's only one solution regardless of what design thesis is we believe that uh, you know when students they do option one two three actually mm -hmm. there's only one option if you want to deny it or do an alternative one you go back to the, the that option which is the best option because there's this the site calls up for that you know there's always it just makes sense in terms of order that that should be that sort of thing how you interpret it in detail will be different than somebody else but in a mm -hmm. sense that connection or the walkway as defining uh, uh, or hold together the, the linearity of the design is kind of obvious, isn't it? Because it has to do with the, the gardens, you know. Um, it is not a housing project, right? Just say if you, you did a housing project along the linear park, imagine that units and then you have a corridor that link everywhere. Still the walkway have to link from one to another, right? With spaces yeah. in between courtyards because the nature of the linearity of of it calls for some sort of connection which is going to be linear anyway isn't it yeah 
Yeah, so it's okay. I mean, uh, students like to resist their tutors because, you know, you have your own mind, right? I mean, you <laughs> had four years before they have had four years of architectural um, studies and then, then you, you want to, 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 you know, resist following other people um, want to be your own person. But, okay, so we, we, we understand the influence who assisted you and guided you. Uh, to, to achieve your concept. But can you rate yourself in terms of decision making? How independent were you? Were you what is the percentage of independence when you decided along the way? For me, I think it's 50 50 because it kind of like it goes back to my first intention here because I'm, I intend to learn from, from this unit. Lah. So I'm just like trying to get. Uh, how the directors are thinking and then understand why the reasons behind it and then learn from it. And then from, from so usually the lectures, they will like give us like a, a very big idea. And then from a big idea, I try to like develop, develop, develop uh, different ways, how, how, can, how I can do these things. And yeah, I think the first part, which is a big idea is where like, the lecturers are really involved into it and have great influence on me. And then the, the other half will be like more on my like own own journey on it. So I, I would say it's half half. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for explaining that. You, I didn't really want you. To, I did, I mean, I I didn't expect you to explain about what half and half is. But uh, another student from Kampong Princi mentioned about fifty percent as well, and that there is collaboration. It is a, a design thesis that we we tend to want to collaborate because there is a need to collaborate. Um, when you talk about thesis rather than just a final project where you are given a brief, this is you are not given a brief. So that itself is a complex thing, don't you think? Because you're still organizing your programs right in the semester one as well, right? Right. So I think the our final thesis is the very different thing is actually by making creating the brief itself. Before this, we, are, we will be like, the lecturers will throw a brief at us and they ask us to like, let's say, okay, this semester you will do housing. Okay. And then next semester you will do a hotel or office tower. But here at this like final thesis, you got to like identify all the issues, like, and then all the clients, all the SOA, all these things by yourself. So it's a very different thing from the like from the previous semester. So the previous year when you did the housing or you when you had the lecturer give you a brief, that is less less of an independent journey, right? That one yeah. very much guided, mm. then you ask them how many units, then you ask yeah. them what the like, uh, density, plot ratio. Yeah, it's very much um it's less of uh, exploration than the design thesis now the one question uh we have about 10 minutes left in our conversation but before we go to the last part um there is one question about master planning do you feel that you are at a disadvantage when your your design thesis is about more of uh, master planning and more of an urban design solution Rather than your your mm. your other studio studio friends, they were doing specific building typology. How do you? Uh, 
I I wouldn't say that it's a disadvantage. It's just like it's a different thing that we are like get looking into it. For my part, it's more like having a broader view on the on the townships. So, uh, I I would say that actually, uh, I'm having troubles uh, when I'm doing this. I'm having trouble in like for time management because I couldn't like spare a lot of time on the architecture time because on the architecture part because I got to like keep like going in and out for this like master plans. Hmm. Yeah, um, like compare you and Joe Yi. Joe Yi has to do uh, uh, adaptive reuse and all he needs is to manipulate that vertical structure, whether to add the programs or abstract the programs. It's like he's already there, he's, he's a challenge. But for you, yeah. the horizontality of this, you know, like um, 13 acres spread out horizontally and then in relation to different parts of the road, I mean, the, the other side of the road, they're different, like, Culture temples, this side, you know, abandoned houses, this side, school, and that side, the Mara vocational. You you were more of uh, thinking about uh, site planning, right? Site planning, yeah. master planning, and you have to react to what's happened on the other side of the road and the infrastructure of such an area. But in a sense, uh, the, the amount of work that Joe did was, was similar to yours in a, in a way that challenges were there but different challenges so do you think that when people are critical about your work do you think it's fair that they were they think that your work is is less of a complex design can you tell us a bit more about co what complexity is after you've gone through it tell us what how, why your build design is so complex for me for myself actually the complexity is actually like lying in the thinking process and then the designing process most of the people they 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 do not understand if they are not like with us throughout the whole design process and then they will just look at our final products and then just having their own perception on it and then it might be biased so i think the complexity is on the thinking process and then it's it's this thinking process is what like it shows your own personality and then for my project the complexity part actually i'm thinking for myself uh let's compare it with a uh, joey's project uh his complexity is like solving the spaces vertically but my for my pro for my thesis it's actually it's the same thing also solving like like sorting out all the spaces but it's just like on the horizontal horizontal but I still got to deal with all the neighborhoods, all the what's happening around the site. And then how the, how, uh, for example, like, um, what gardens to propose according to like different soil condition or topography and also to the immediate neighborhood. So like, for example, for in my thesis, there are some of the gardens, like a healing garden and Zen garden. It should be like uh, located like, in a close distance with some of the caring homes like palliative care centers all of this you need to like really like goes into the neighborhood then only you know the presence of all these spaces in in this uh old town there is also the technical part uh, or the um 
technical is one way of saying it of um, uh, the logis logistical logistical solution. For example, uh, Joe Yi would have one entrance or two entrances from the ground, and they would use the, the vertical transportation, the lift and so on, or the staircases. But you have to deal with a lot of entrances, right? The whole of your facade. Yeah. How many entrances do you actually have throughout the whole of your facade? And how do you operate them? The operational side of things would be much, it's much different than a high-rise building, I assume. Yeah, so actually previously the the site, I mean the existing site has been all fenced up. And then just like having like for this whole length of like gardens, they have like only a a few I think around four entrances into the garden, which is for me is like it's it's inaccessible for the people there. So what I propose is actually for like because the botanical gardens, botanic gardens, you have like different like gardens and concepts. So, according to different gardens, I propose the entrance into like different gardens, and then the entrance is is actually is being part of a part of the spine design. So it takes out the the advantage of the of the modular systems, and then it's incorporated with the the spine itself, the covered walkway. Yeah. So in it's around. Of, hmm? Yeah, in terms of security, how do you how do you manage the security of the area if there are many entrances to different gardens? For me, actually, is um, the first the first idea is actually is by because uh, it's by using the neighborhood surveillance because they has got like really strong strong. Uh, Residence association there, which we also call it as a Rukun Tatanga in Malay, and then they are like having like having scheduled uh, patrols around this area, and then that's why also like part of the part of my design also have like taken like uh, uh, an an anti rock by the by the gardens to to propose as their Rukun Tatanga cabin. So there will be like also be like a it's like a watchtower for the gardens itself, and then located at the central part of the garden. Okay, so uh, each part uh, along the linear linear uh, linear arrangement, the the garden the gardens actually uh, um, have different parts to it which have certain identity that links to the other side, right? So mm -hmm. there is that sort of ownership in terms of to take care of the garden by the people across the road. Yeah, when, once I think about this is that um, if it's a botanic garden, you, uh, you invest a lot of time and energy and money to have different sort of plants. You know, plants are also expensive, isn't it? And, um, and because I've been to botanic gardens before, and even the Taman, uh, the, the lake garden in Kuala Lumpur, they close at 7 p.m., you know, um, the entrances, because they don't want people, homeless people to live there, stuff like that. So we, did, we didn't actually discuss it in length because people get excited about your concept. And um, the, the, it, it may not necessarily be that security and accessibility is your, what do you call it, your special studies that you did. But you did consider those things in terms of 
um, the character of different garden and how it could work in terms of security and accessibility, right? Yeah, but it just like it's not that detailed enough. Yeah, yeah there are one things that maybe that like uh, you know a project such as this. That's why when we talk, think about projects and complexities, all projects have their own merit and, and, and challenges, you know, in terms of the, mm-hmm. how you want to go deeply into it. And um, Chiangha, you, you went deeply into the interior and the building of the railway station itself. Even that also, you can we can argue about the details in that and how the railway station will work with nat- nature in it, right? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, there still could be a lot of investigation there. And um, I, I find that also similar with Eva Liu when, uh, in her work, when she had to do a building, um, community center in her design, which was the other podcast that we did with her. It didn't allow her more time to deal into the aspects of the, the landscape design, you know, mm-hmm. and, and more details could have done rather than doing the building aspect. But of course, our yeah. department they insisted on the on the building aspect to be integrated into design pieces. It is a different challenge doing um, a master planning project for you know such a, a long horizontal track of land because Eva also uh, dealt with a one kilometer area, but maybe mm-hmm. because it's much more thinner or fatter in one corner or something. Yeah, it's quite, you guys have a similar size of um, uh, um, land to deal with. It's kind of interesting that that was um, happening. So um, when we come to the end of this um, discussion, thank you for describing about your um, the master planning aspect and uh, the complexity that you had to deal with. Can uh, this? Is, uh, do you like to talk more, anything else about your project and, and anything else you like to add about your design pieces and your experience? Yeah, just now you mentioned about the Iwas project. Actually, is I I also like got inspired by her during my first year in master because I I'm really into all this like all these infrastructure things that connects people together. So, um. I think she's also one of my inspirations, but then I think it's a it's a really pity or sad things that the faculty doesn't like recognize. I mean, our efforts in doing this by just saying that our architecture parts are not like not enough for them. For them, I think they should be like more open-minded into all these things. Yeah. yeah. Um. Actually, you know what, Changhe. When people ask me um, who pro- whose project should we go and submit for this award, that award, I'm thinking about your project, but I don't think the department is going to agree. That's the problem. So I think you just have to be contented that a lot of people admire your project and also Eva's project, but it's just the wrong time, the wrong place at the wrong time. And sometimes in life it's like that, you know. Right. I think I think it's not a wrong time or wrong thing. I will take this as a challenge. Okay. But I really like like the studio itself, la. So no. I think it's the right time or right place, yeah. and I get to all know all of you. And thank yeah. you really that's, for guiding us. Yeah. That's very positive. We are like you know very happy to have you. You're an added yeah. 
added um, bonus, you know, student, <laughs> your, your qualities uh, help with the team, your qualities help with the, you being present, help with the with creating a, a very great, um, you know, team uh, in the mm -hmm. studio. So would you like to give some, some uh, coming to the end of this session, can you say a few things to, to the audience, maybe the future students or the students doing the UM campus who may have to be challenged like you? What, what would you like to say to them? Keep drawing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't be afraid to Keep draw drawing. freehand. <laughs> yeah. Challenge yourself. It's the last year of you of your study life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In, in that note, uh, Changha, I very much thank you for you joining in this session. You're welcome. And thank you for inviting me. Okay. Thank you, Changha. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks.